Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is just a space where you can listen, you can enjoy and you can just while away 30 minutes of your life. So I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to cover all sorts from, of course, Bridgerton to JLo to what I've been up to this week and to random things on Facebook and Instagram that I have come across. It's all stuff that entertains me, so hopefully it will also entertain you. So, firstly, I did just hint at this, but I believe if you have not watched this series already, then you must have been living under a rock. And of course, it is Bridgerton. What an amazing, incredible series. Um, I had to ration myself because I was like, I do not want to watch the whole thing. I got a couple of episodes in and I was like, this is the best thing I have ever watched. I could watch it all again and again and again. And in fact, I think I probably will re-watch the series before the next one comes out. Um, they um, they predicted that this show was going to be seen by more than, or had been seen, no, was going to be seen by more than 63 million households in its first four weeks. So that is just absolutely insane. And it's held the number one slot in 76 countries. It has been such a massive hit. I mean, it's if you haven't watched it, it's kind of a love story. It's kind of a period drama, but like no other. It is fun. It is beautiful. The the um, hair, the makeup, the costumes, the people in it are rather beautiful too. One um, uh, Duke is rather good looking. He is um, called Reggae in real life and he plays the main role and he's just rather dashing and there's something about him that will probably just keep you watching. Uh, I have just thoroughly enjoyed it. It's just, it's like a piece of escapism. I explained to my friend when I'd watched the first or second um, episode, one or two episodes, I said, it's a bit like a period drama but a pantomime. And that's not quite right. There's a lot more depth to it. Actually, it's really quite interesting about how they went about things in the 1800s, especially when it comes to women and their role in society um, and marriage and how it all happens. It was, it's just super. If you haven't watched it, you really, really have to. What I love about it is that I don't know if they thought it was going to be quite as big as it has turned out to be because the people that have been cast in it, they're not some like Hollywood, but like British Hollywood A-listers. They're people that have been working in soaps, they've been in Hollyoaks, they've been in um, Doctors and all of those kind of things. So they're real sort of British working actors that... Um, landed these parts in Bridgerton and now they're just being propelled into complete and utter worldwide stardom and it is good news that they have definitely said that they are filming the second series and they're going to film it in spring 2021 uh, but that means it's not probably not going to come out till December 2021 so we've probably got a whole year until the next one now they are based on books so if you wanted to you could read the books I'm normally a huge believer in reading the books first before watching like the films. I did that with Harry Potter. I'd read all the books. I enjoyed the films as well, but the books were just so intricate and had so much more information in them. But I feel like because I've started Bridgerton with the actors and the char as those characters and seeing it how that 
has been portrayed to me, I'm not sure I want to read the books. I might wait till I've watched all the series and then read the books, but that could go on for quite a while. But still, it's a really super um, series. So if you haven't seen it already, you've got to. It's such easy watching. It's so enjoyable. And there are quite a few sex scenes. In fact, I've got five random facts that I've learned about Bridgerton. And one of them is that the first scene that Daphne and Simon, who play Simon, the Duke is called Simon. That confuses me because, sorry to all the Simons out there, but Simon isn't the sexiest name going, is it? So this Duke, who is like the sexy character, and is like, oh, hi, I'm Simon. Um, Anyway, so um, the Duke, Simon, and um, Daphne, who's played by a girl called Phoebe, their first scene was one where he was um, going down on her. In the, I think she's like sat up a ladder or something. She's up quite high, and and yeah, that was the first scene that they actually shot together. Um, so that's got to have been a kind of like get straight in there. <laughs> I mean, they'd done obviously loads of rehearsals and everything, so they knew each other. But still, so to start with that one, why not get it over and done with? The one of my other facts is. Uh, Sally, uh, Sally, Daphne, who plays Daphne, who's played by Phoebe. She is Sally from Coronation Street's daughter. And actually, as soon as you realise that, the likeness is like they look really, really alike. Um, and I mentioned about the sex scenes and what I found really interesting reading up on um, Bridgerton, because I'm sorry, I've become absolutely obsessed. I follow Bridgerton on Instagram. I follow it on YouTube. I follow half the cast on Instagram, even the makeup artists and all of that kind of thing. Um, so one of the things I learned was that for all of the sex scenes that they do, they actually do have now uh, what they call an intimacy coordinator. And they abs- completely co- um, choreograph it. So it's almost like a dance. So they're like in the throes of passion, but they're really not. They're thinking, right, my hand goes there, my head goes there, my leg goes there. And it's just so, so cleverly done. And I guess it probably makes it easier and less daunting when you know how it's going to be I'm not sure but yes so there's an intimacy coordinator and also and I thought it when I was watching it um but I was kept looking at her like hairline and Daphne does wear a wig so they had to um apply this wig daily some of the characters did and it was their own hair but there are a few that did have these wigs on every day and they had to apply this wig daily and it's obviously quite a long regime to get everything done but she was also she's got this most beautiful porcelain crystal clear glowing skin she was given a daily skincare regime so at the end of filming each day she had this routine that she had to do to take everything off and really deeply cleanse her skin so she wasn't left with the sort of heavy makeup from filming. And she had to have a monthly facial to keep her skin glowing. Well, that's worth having the job, isn't it? Right, this is your job. Not only are you going to get to just be on TV and act and do some wear some wonderful costumes, you need to go and have a facial once a month. Oh, it's such hard work, isn't it? And the other one was that my last fact was that um, Reggae, who plays Simon Bassett, who is the Duke, he um, used to be in a punk band and he lives in LA. And I just think that's really random. I don't know. Do you know why I think it's random? Is that I'm sure he's five years younger than me. I think he's about 30. Like, punk bands weren't really around when I was 
growing up, I don't think. Were they? Like, I, I don't remember it being punk being a thing. I thought punk was from quite a while back, but still. Anyway, the good news is it is back for a second series. We've probably got ages to wait until we're going to actually see it, but at least we've got something to look forward to in 2021. And the second series is going to focus on Anthony Bridgerton, which is Daphne's older brother, who we did see a fair amount of, but he's going to, it's going to be the focus on his love life and um, probably trying to find him a woman. And he's rather good looking too, so I think we're all going to be okay and it's going to be rather enjoyable to watch. The other thing this week that I have just been amazed by watching and it's been really good fun to sort of see it unravel and you must have come across it somewhere is the sea shanty. So it came about, it's kind of come about from two directions. There's a Scottish postman who's been posting TikTok videos of him singing a sea shanty And then there's this meme which has got these four guys, which I think they're calling the tight jeans guys or something like that. There's these four guys, the tight jeans, lots of muscles. And somebody then put this sea shanty to the meme. So their mouths are opening like this while they're singing this sea shanty. Um, And then Radio 1 got hold of it and somehow decided they were going to contact a producer called 220Kid and get him to do a dance version of it as well. So he then did this dance version of it, which I believe he only did like last week, that has now been signed to a record label. It had record labels fighting over it in order to get the um, to get the, the track. And it's currently, I think, sitting at number one. That's insane. And then the original just sea shanty is sitting at number two. And it's I think it's called the the Weller Man, which just confuses me because I thought they were saying the weatherman in it. But um and if I'm honest, the only sea shanty I know is the drunken sailor if that is even a sea shanty, but it's not that one. But just goes to show, 2021, anything goes. If you want to stick a dance backing to a sea shanty, then absolutely why not? I tell you what, I should get Darren to do a um, harder version of it, shouldn't I? <laughs> and have, a, have another dance version. But yes, so that is another random thing that has happened this week. But I like it. It's entertaining. And I think Greg James was involved in it. I heard him playing it on Radio 1. And why not? Let's have a sea shanty. Let's all enjoy it. Let's all just listen, have fun, and maybe just get drunk on whiskey like they probably do when they're the sailors. Do sailors drink whiskey? I don't know. Something like that. I thought I would do a little section on my purchases of the week because... I felt that I I was going to say during lockdown, but that is an absolute lie. I do tend to buy random things. So I thought I'd share with you the random things that I have bought this week and what I think of them. So firstly, it was time in my household to get something new, which has lasted us a really, really long time. And it was our new tin opener. Now, don't all gasp at once. I know. Crazy times in this house to be opening, to be opening a tin opener, to be buying a new tin opener. But I did buy the same brand. And honestly, this is just 
boring, I'm sure, but it's the best tin opener you can get. It lasts so well, but don't put it in the dishwasher. Just rinse it after each use. And it's a culinaire one. Now, if you struggle with tin openers because they go rusty and they stop working, go and get that one. That is a bit of a boring part of this podcast, but I swear if you struggle with tin openers, you'll know what I mean. I went through loads before I found this one and um, we've had it for years. So the other thing that I bought this week, I was doing my Morrison's shop and I was just scanning through and they had a pomelo fruit. Now I have the Joe Loves perfume, which is pomelo, and it is like a sort of citrusy scent. So I thought, I oh, know, I'll buy one. Why not just push the boat out and buy a random fruit? Because you know we haven't got much else to do. I'm only buying tin openers. <laughs> There's not much else exciting in my life right now. So I bought a pomelo. Bad news is I cut it open when it wasn't quite ripe. Didn't taste that great. So uh, I'd stick with a grapefruit if I was you. <laughs> Probably not the one. I also bought, and this is boring too, but I don't drink dairy milk. I drink all sorts of other milks. And I bought cashew milk. Now, I love cashews. I love cashew nut butter. Cashew milk is the most delicious dairy milk alternative I think I've ever tried. It is absolutely Oh, I mean, you could just drink it chilled from the glass. It's really, really yummy. And the other purchase that I need to make this week is comfy socks. I am running out of my comfy socks. I have to wear soft, comfy socks in the evening. I can't even wear like ones that are a bit tight around my ankle in the evening. I definitely couldn't wear trainer socks in the evening. Whoever can do that is just weird. And I need some more comfy socks. Now, I can't go to Primark, so I was looking on ASOS. I was looking on Amazon. Can't quite find the ones I think I want. Ended up putting about 20 pairs in my basket and not buying any. So I will update you next week if I've managed to come about with um, actually buying some lovely new comfy socks. As I speak, I've got a wet foot. And I've left my sock on and it's actually really, really annoying. I gave the dog a quick bath of her legs because she was a bit dirty. And then as she got out, she stood on my foot and I've got one wet sock. You know, and you think to yourself, why didn't I just change my sock? Why am I going around with a wet sock? It's like, just makes sense. Just change your sock, Fiona. But I didn't. So I'm sitting here with one wet sock. And I can't take it off because I'm going to have one cold foot. So I've, it's wet sock or cold foot. And I'm, I'm rolling with the wet sock. My week, apart from the crazy purchases of a pomelo and um, cashew milk. And actually, I bought some vegan protein bars, which were okay. One of them was a little bit pea powdery. Um, um, and I wasn't sure if they gave me wind. So... <laughs> I've actually had one for my breakfast today because then I've got longer of the day, like a few hours to then find out, whereas I was having it like in the afternoon and then getting wind by the evening and I couldn't tell if it was the protein bar or not. That is too much information, isn't it? So anyway, I'm so far so good, guys. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm fine. So maybe it wasn't the vegan protein bar in the end. And they were actually, they were good buys. So if you're vegan or you just want some protein bars that maybe haven't got the whey protein in them, sort of come from the milk, um, they're Misfits ones and you can get 12 for £12 with a certain code So at the moment. So um, quite a good, nice assortment of flavours. I had the 
chocolate brownie one today, which was insane. That was absolutely delicious. The one that I didn't like was the chocolate hazelnut, I think, something like that. So, yes, they are really quite tasty. And that, so my, yeah, my week has been protein bars. My week has been pomelo. My week has been cashew milk. Um, They are a bit random, yeah, and comfy socks, not quite. It's also been homeschooling this week. Um, Everybody, I'm with you. Let's take a deep breath. One, two, three. And breathe out again. We can do this, guys. The homeschooling, we've got this. I've been working towards, like, when we were told six weeks, I'm like, right, let's get to three weeks, and it's halfway I know we're going to get further and he's going to tell us that it's they're still not going back to school, but I have to work towards something. If I'm absolutely completely honest, I found it quite a lot easier this time than last time. I think the school have done a better job of providing it all for us. I feel like I'm the teaching assistant this time, not the teacher. There's still like an element of having to help them, um, especially Grace, who's seven. You know, she does need a bit more guidance than Millie, who can just go off and do it. But all in all, it's not been too bad. I think one thing that, because I've worked in um, their primary school as a relief teaching assistant before, so it's helped me to learn the process, learn how they work, how they structure the day at school and everything like that. And I think it stood me in good stead for now. So something that... I know that would happen in school, for example, is if there was set a piece of maths, you know, a worksheet, for example, and they'd be given half an hour, 45 minutes to complete that piece of maths. If it wasn't done in that time frame, that's fine. They just, you know, they give the work in three quarters finished. Whereas at home, I think we put the pressure on ourselves that if a piece of work has been set, we must completely finish it. Well, that's not the case in school anyway. So, do relieve the pressure. Do, you know, we're concentrating on English and maths and um, spag in the mornings. We might do the even the afternoon stuff. We might not. And, you know, what you can do is great. Whatever you can do is brilliant. And just take that pressure off. Do what you can and do what it comes easily and naturally to you. And don't worry too much. I mean, I, when it comes to French, so they get set French. I'm like, I'm not being funny. But I didn't learn French until I was at secondary school and I still manage an A and I can't speak a word of it now. You know, I'm not going to start teaching them French apart from pissing because I think that's a brilliant bit of parental um, guidance and um, knowledge that we can pass on. So I do like to um, <laughs> I do like to teach them the funny words. So yeah, I've taught them pissing for um, swimming pool and if you want to do the same then, you know, why not? Um, we've had some funny things, though, this week. Millie came up to me at one point and, you know, we've only got each other to talk to at the moment. I've got the kids and Darren and the dog and that's kind of it, which is half the reason I am now talking to nobody and just sat here talking because it gives me that opportunity to uh, just get it all off my chest. It's great. I mean... I did say to a friend yesterday, I wasn't sure how well I would just talk without, you know, just having to keep talking. And she just looked at me and laughed and was like, Fiona, that is never going to be a problem. It worries me slightly that I talk all the time and maybe don't listen that much when other people are talking. But hey, this is a great time to get everything off my chest. So you've got your kids. That's all you've got. 
And then you end up talking to them about the random programmes that they're watching on TV, which love them, not the programmes. Actually, there's one I quite like. But they come up to you and they start telling you all the ins and outs of these programmes. And I'm like, I don't care. Can't you see my face? Really, really don't care about that actor or that character doing that or that YouTube video or that family that live over in America. There is just no bit of me that cares. And I'm like between, should I look interested because my child is trying to have a lovely conversation with me? Or do I just say, that's just boring. I don't want to know. I don't know. So Millie came up to me um, the other day and this was a brilliant one. She just went, mum, yeah. Harry's favourite word is Arsenal. And I went, is that because it's got the word arse in it? She went, yeah. I was like, that is what my life has come to, that Harry's favourite word is Arsenal. Uh, The other thing I wanted to say was thank you to Alexa. I don't know who else has been using Alexa, but Alexa helps with the spellings. I wish you would help with um, clauses and parentheses because when they start talking to me about relative clauses and parentheses, they might as well be talking in Russian because I have got no idea. The amount of times I have to Google things, I'm like, hold on a minute, I'm not too sure, just to find the answer so you can actually help your seven-year-old with their grammar. But we will we will get to a point where we look back on this and we laugh and aren't we lucky we've got Google and we've got Alexa anyway. My highlight of this week was picking up my Morrison's order, um, obviously getting my pomelo, which I decided I didn't like in the end. And I also find it quite exciting when you find out what substitutes you've got, because actually, if you get the whole order, it's not really all that exciting. But if you get you do your order and then you find you've got five or six substitutions, it's like, whoa, hey, what am I getting now? Am I getting like... Heinz ketchup instead of like Morrison's own. I mean, that has happened to me before. I've had some good substitutions, had some rubbish substitutions as well. Sometimes I'm just like, I've even managed it once where I've had a bag of salad on my, this was Tesco's, I think, ages ago. I had a bag of salad and it came to me with no substitution. No substitution. I was like, are you kidding me that there is not one bag of salad left in that shop, nor an iceberg lettuce or anything that you could substitute salad with? Ridiculous. I don't know how it works. I don't know if they have some kind of like computer that picks what they're allowed to substitute, but it is bonkers sometimes. You think to yourself, that isn't a substitution for that. Or seriously, there must be something else you could have got instead. But it's still the highlight of my week. I still like picking up my Morrison's order. It is a little bit like a lucky dip. Like, what am I going to get? And then getting out for a walk and um, nodding to everyone and saying hello and trying to stay right over to one side and all sharing the um, the same, it's just good to get out, isn't it? <laughs> and how many times have we said that this week? Oh, it's, just, it's just good to get out. It's just nice to get some fresh air, get some air in those lungs. Um, but we're getting there. Uh, the other thing I have found, and I um, I don't know what's happened to our washing machine, but my jeans have definitely shrunk. I've got two pairs. I've got more than two pairs, but I've got two pairs. One pair is normally a bit too big. These aren't stretchy jeans, right? So one pair is normally a bit too big. One pair's normally quite a tight fit. And I tried to go with the tight fit ones. I couldn't quite do up the button. 
So I thought, well, they have just been washed, so maybe they've shrunk a little bit. So then I went for the normally a bit too big ones. Yeah, they just fitted quite correctly. So I think they must have shrunk a little bit too, but I do think it's worth, ladies, just check out your jeans and uh, maybe check out your washing machine and make sure it's not shrinking those jeans over this time because you just never know. So the other thing I was going to cover on here is, you know when you come across like random things on Facebook and Instagram and they're just too funny not to share? Well, there's a few of them that I've come across recently and I wanted to share them with you. So one thing that I've come across, the dog's just come in. One thing that I've come across, of course, we all saw Fartgate with the um, body coach a week or so ago, where he actually, before one of his pee with Joes, managed to fart off camera really, really loudly. But it was live at that point. It was already like filming and streaming live. So he just had to roll with it. But he's been hilarious. Like he keeps, like, I think he like pulled a muscle trying to do the splits. He's banged his head on the ceiling and ended up, um, I think he got a halt, made a little dent in his ceiling in his bedroom so he's quite a comedy character just to keep an eye on if you need a laugh the other thing oh my gosh if you need a laugh the tired and tested videos I think her lady's name is Sophie and she's just hilarious and her most recent one is um to MC Hammer I want I can't remember what it's called but her version is you can't teach this what's the MC Hammer you can't you can't I can't remember what it is. Anyway, her version is, you can't teach this. I can't teach this. And it's all about homeschooling and it's just brilliant. She's on Instagram and on Facebook. So go over, have a look, because she's got some brilliant videos. She's really naturally funny and just great to have a little bit of a laugh. J-Lo has also been um, in the sort of, I say in the press, but it's not really the press, like the online media. She's been fighting back about people. She's got a new beauty range coming out. Um, It's got some amazing mask in it, apparently, which I'm well excited about trying. But she has been... um, She's been fighting back to people saying that she has had Botox. And she is absolutely adamantly denying it. What has she said? Uh, People have said, like, you've definitely had Botox, tons of it, blah, blah, blah. But she has said back, no, she's put LOL, that's just my face. For the 500th millionth time, I have never done Botox or any injectable surgery, just saying. So whatever her secret is, if it's not Botox, then I want me some because she looks insane. She is, what is she, 51, 51, and she looks like that. Now, I need some of her tips because we all need to look like that at 51. She just looks beautiful. She must live a very healthy lifestyle, have an amazing skincare routine. But if she's going to bring out skincare, then, oh my gosh, what an amazing person to be, cover person of that skincare brand because... Looking at her, I'm like, yeah, I'm buying that. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for it. Um, And yeah, the mask apparently is the one. So whatever it does, I don't care. But I'm keeping an eye on whether I can buy that or not anytime soon. What else was there? There was one thing recently about what not to have on a flight. Um, And it said about don't drink the hot water. Um, Well, like the teas and the coffees, because it comes in this canister that doesn't always get washed, which some people have said it does get washed. I just think, you know, the chance would be a fine thing. You give me all that dirty water in a hot drink, 
I don't care. Just get me a holiday. Get me in the sun. Get me away from it all. Oh my gosh. Just lie there feeling the rays of sun on your skin. It will be insane. We can do this. We can get there. I've come to the end. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. I really believe nattering is so good for the soul and I've missed my school gate chats. I've missed the friends that I would normally see more often. And if you have too, I hope this has just lightened um, a little bit of time for you. I wanted to end as well on, you know, it's January. I know some people are doing dry January or you might have started a new diet or you might have failed at a new diet, whatever else. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. Life is a bit tougher at the moment. um, And let's just check on in on friends and let's try and be a little bit kinder to ourselves as well because we all need to come out of this smiling and if you want to have that bar of chocolate maybe it's just worth doing it so don't worry about any broken resolutions keep on smiling try something new and don't be too hard on yourself and I will speak to you all again soon